Now, really loud. You talk. Give me two. Who knows about that garbage? Oh, fantasy. I sure do. Damn, fantasy for love. Yeah. Time to pick up that trash. Take it out. Like a cowboy's. Take a metal trash. cow we're back for another episode of garbo time how's it for business how's everybody doing tonight good good pretty good coming off a big high after last episode right that was it's gonna be hard to top that one yeah. probably won't be able to do that no probably not, not anytime soon tough act to follow not with this group probably just quit call well, it i don't think lane would appreciate that just shutting it down after interviewing her i mean she wants more that's a good point she wants winners. She does. Well, let's do it for Lane. Let's keep it going. We don't quit. Agreed. Uh, happy to have all you here tonight. We're we're missing we're missing our our friend uh, Jeremy Johnny Wingo again. He only shows up for the celebrity guests. Once again, wingless. Only coming for the celebrities, but uh, we love you, Johnny Johnny Wingo, and hopefully we could get you back soon. But you're not getting paid tonight once again. Nope. But uh, we have a stand-in and and a really uh, you know really good friend of ours and and Epifanio Ordaz is in the house tonight. Hey, hey thanks. And he, he's a he's a podcast master. He was just coming off a podcast and he's warmed up. So that's all I do nowadays. <laughs> hey, he won't shut up about it either. I mean, that's just it. I just podcast. It's kind of like um, CrossFit, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's the, the first wad. the first rule of of CrossFit is tell everybody you do it. Make Amen. sure they know, and then tell them again. Same with uh, being a vegan, right? Or gluten-free. and Or Bitcoin. Or I mean, a Bitcoin, how yeah. How many times do you tell us about your Bitcoin? It's been a while because I I kind of... Uh, it's not doing as well it's as not it was. Too, it was. It was fun to talk about when I was... He sold low. ...doing well. But now that uh, now that I'm in the dumps... Scott bought high and sold low. That's the problem. That's, That's story, not what you want to do. Story of my life, right? That sucks. Hey, I'll... I'll somehow manage we're gonna mortgage put the the house uh up in a couple weeks and you know buy fine. dogecoin <laughs> <laughs> to the moon baby to the moon uh we have a fun show for you tonight this is episode 20 believe it or not i believe it. 20 20 20 who knew weeks of this yeah wow not consecutive, but um, resilient bunch. If, if there is no cockroaches. way our wives would let us do <clears throat> this twenty times in a row. No, mine would be happy to let me do this every Sean. time I want to. I can <laughs> do it every day. Just um, get just I mean, get out of the house, Sean. Just go. Maybe Whatever not, you're doing, maybe it's fine. not twenty times in a row, but what twenty out of twenty-five weeks? No. Well, May, maybe <laughs> there's only been a <clears throat> couple skipped been. weeks. I think we, the longest spell we had when. Uh, <clears throat> Squiddy went to Barnacle Fiji <laughs> Get it right dude Come on man About to Slap you across the table Sorry Barney 
Hey, we we have a great show tonight, though. You know, it's it, it's gonna be hard to live up to last week with Lane, but uh, tonight we're gonna we're gonna give you some of the we're gonna go back to our our original recipe with uh, opening thoughts. We're gonna hit you with Sean's Citrus Police report, and we're gonna talk about the origin of Hum Baby. And if you're a Giants fan in the '80s, '90s, when when Roger Craig was at the helm, R.I.P. Yeah, recently R.I.P. Uh, you know about Roger Craig. And then we're going to go into the Marlins man. And if you watch professional sports, you've probably seen the Marlins man. Well, maybe not, though. He kind of blends in. Yeah. But if you know, you you, you see him right yeah. away. When I he first came on my radar was in the 2012 World Series, uh, Giants World Series. With that hideous bright orange yep. Marlins, like parka. I don't exactly. Even... And there's a story behind that, too. And we'll get into that. Uh, we're going to talk about longest home runs ever. And I think we'll just hit the top 10 longest home runs ever in Major League Baseball. We're going to take our halftime show, and I think we have a, a halftime musical guest. Who, who is it, Epi? Give it to us. Uh, Vicente Fernandez. Mm. And Muy bien. Yeah, you guys are going to love this. Hey, Lindo. Simpatico. And then we're going to go into Frankie C's pick three when we come back. Frank's got a topic. We're going to keep it under wraps until until the time comes. Frank's got a nice sports topic for us. And then Sean is going to give us something or maybe not. You never know with Sean. He's a, he's a wild card. We actually don't know what Frank's pick three is. None of us do. And he usually, I hate when he does this. They're it, very cerebral when he does it like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't, it gets too deep. It's, We're trying to keep it light here. I know. He never goes first though. He never even goes sometimes. There we go. <laughs> Hence, Frankie sees pick three. <laughs> like a difficult question, but everyone else answers. If he right. wants to, he'll go. It's kind of at his, you know, well, discretion. Well, my segment. If it's a slam dunk, he's there. But other than that, it's like, mm. Frank, we'll take that segment away from you, okay? Okay. If you start to f- get too powerful and okay. uh, right. we're going to have to bring you back down to earth. If you must be a Barney, then you must be a Barney. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for calling me. Right. Now. Which Barney is, it's, it's definitely a put down in surfing. Like to 100%. call someone a bar. Like, I feel like he meant it that way in the worst yeah, possible absolutely. way. But the way Lane said it to me was endearing. I feel like when someone calls you a Barney surfing, they're like cutting your leash and totally. letting you float away. Absolutely. Right That's 100% what it is. Freaking kook. Yeah. And you throw that at them too. Uh, we're going to go into birthdays and then end it with our, our life sentence. And that's our show tonight. Hope you can stick around for us. And, uh, you know, we're always happy to have you. We're, we're gaining some listeners. We got one in Poland, I think. Nice. Um, Belgium, who's been with us since the beginning. I wish you would reach out to us and hit us up on our Instagram. We've asked. Yeah. Like, please, just reach out. Find us, Garbo Time, on Instagram. And Do you know uh, Polish? Uh, no. Hello? No. I don't. But I Do you? Dziękuję. Ooh. Wow. Damn, you're multilingual. Like that. <laughs> what did you just say to me? What did you just call me? We'll talk about it later. Just call me a Barney in, in Polish. Wow, we have come a long way. Uh, what do you guys got for opening thoughts? Let's get into it. Uh, Sean, anything pissed you off today? Oh, uh, no. Well, yes, but not enough to talk about on the show. What really grinds your gears? What grinds my gears? Four-way stops. I hate them. No one knows when to go. Everyone's like, and then you're like, all right. So wait, are you a roundabout guy or what? No, I don't like those either. Because people definitely don't know when to go at that moment. No, I know. 
Everyone stopped. It's it's all bad. I think roundabout's the way to go other than a four-way stop. I don't know. I don't think we're ready for it here in the U.S. I think we need to, we need to catch we have up. have one in town. What people don't understand is yield. The intersection out there at Bono's. The, yield the, does the, not mean, I mean stop. <laughs> but it does. But it does. I, I agree. But like in a stop roundabout, and look. they will stop. And it's like yield means if it's clear, you can go. But then there's the people coming from Petaluma. They're making a left on a 121. And they're just, they're proceeding. Oh, those guys. Those people they're, are they're, You know, it's like, and they're, you know, people coming from 37. I mean, they have the right of way. That's us. Oh, yeah. You need to yield to oncoming traffic. You don't need just to like drive as with expectation of the people coming from 37 slowing down. But that's a different yield to stop. from a roundabout to what that is because the South Fork merge. The South Fork. The I, yield is wrong. It, it probably should be a stop sign. I also kind of appreciate it when people just ignore everything and just do their own thing. It's uh-huh. kind of refreshing. Okay. Like, I'm not going to stop and. If, you hit me, I don't even care. Here's a good one. What about so are you stopping at four-way stops? No, not now. Okay. I just keep going. The California stop. No. What, what about no? the double roundabout at Napa? I know. We're, we're building one, it. That one's... We're, we're there's, there, there's one now off, on First off, Street. Yeah, that one's a little tough. The one out on, uh, in front of um, Hannah, Boy Center. I mean, that's like... Thank thank you. That three-way stop there. That was it, it, Yes. Dramatically. Huge. I'm a big fan. Big fan. Thank you. Sean, engaging no. I'm going to go yes. Be- Sean's anti-European, uh, by the way. Yeah, I am. I don't but he Europeans. is European. But he is. Exactly. That is true. <laughs> He's a Hungarian. You notice how immigrants, when they come here, yeah. they all of a sudden are anti-other immigrants. They, they disassociate they, they, exactly. with their, their heritage. Totally. He's 100% unless it, American, unless it dude. makes sense to be Hungarian, yeah. I, I will like exactly. it now. Exactly. If, uh, if Hungary got in a war with the U.S., you would... I'd be like, nah. Yeah. I'm, or any other country for that matter. You'd be pretty much. He's a bandwagon. <laughs> yeah. I'm on He'd wait it out, see who wins. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't be hungry. Uh, no. Mm-mm. I'm never hungry. Exactly. That's that's absolutely right. Well, um, I the, I think we should go to the roundabout, and we need more of them. And not two in a row, though. That's a bridge too far. Two in a row is tough. Because you're right. People are still trying people to figure, figure it, out. it out. No. They're trying to figure out the first one. They're all tripped out, and then they're in a new one. It's not that hard. Right, go it, to Napa and see what the tourists Especially with like. the, the two-lane. you live there, but I mean. Yeah, like, it's two lanes, too. <laughs> the two-lane one the, is. the wrong one, and you need to go that way, you're screwed. You no, could get stuck in there forever wow. if you're in that center lane. Still going around it. Yeah. They want to do a roundabout at South Fork, actually. Listen, Please. Yeah, they're going to wipe out the parking ride there. Yeah. Good. For the whole three people that use the parking ride. I'm sure there's multiple protests about the small parking ride being washed out for this. Oh, oh, there'll be a huge stink. <laughs> there'll be, like, literally, there's probably, like. The same three people in in a fiscal year use that thing. I and, say, but there'll be like ten thousand uh, people like will, taking out the parking exactly. ride at a Bono's. I might use take it, it out. Put a put a Walmart in there. A mini Walmart. A mini Walmart. A really small. Walmart. We need more of them. Not more a, Walmarts. Not, a mega store. not enough. Um, It'd have to be triangular, but it, it would work. Not, Bono's wouldn't go for that. Nothing better for a small town than a Walmart to just bring everybody together. Don't build it out. Build it up. That's right. Go vertical. Skyscraper. We got a Costco coming to Napa. Yeah, they've been soon. they've been saying that for about twenty years now. What street? I don't know where? That long. Why? Uh, where uh, Napa Pipe used to be, right on the Same river. Or, mm-hmm. Not all in the international. 
pipe fitters brother so if you were uh going over the napper bridge okay. going towards american canyon you look to your left butler bridge butler bridge napa river bridge bridge um look to your left you, you would see a bunch of earth that's been moved they're moving ah. earth mm-hmm. they're moving the earth yeah well all right. Well, that's all good stuff. That was fascinating, guys. And it'll probably be a shitty Costco like all the other big box stuff in Napa. It better not be. It's gonna be a beautiful Costco, I heard. It better be beautiful. It's gonna once you're in there. It's not gonna look like every other Costco. <laughs> it better have chicken bakes. Oh, it'll have that. They'll have the chicken bakes. Those I don't even like those. Dollar ninety nine so hot dog. The, the hot sodium dog is the best. So- no, I, no, I'm what? sorry. What? Yeah. Someone puts a hot dog in a chicken. I mean, you, you have to Ooh, grill you're your hot dog. I don't know. There's no. Hot I like do- a boiled hot dog, which mm, I believe I'll take those it. Are. I'll take it. It's all about the steam, steam bun. Like, yes, but agreed. Uh, who doesn't like a grilled hot dog? I, I, I don't prefer the grilled. My issue with the Costco hot dog is now they've created their own Costco hot dog mm. versus before you could get a Casper dog, mm. and they've ruined it for me. I didn't even know that. You it's, know, in Chicago, the land of hot dogs, they call it Kirkland a grilled dog? one, a char only dog. Only Kirkland dog. Okay. Well, then I would take a char dog. Okay. Char yeah. dog sounds kind of good. I kind of want it bursting at the seams. Me too. Like, yeah. it's just ready to explode. Pop. You yeah. Want, you want it to nut in your mouth? No. <laughs> When you say it like that, this is a, <laughs> hey, this is a family <laughs> show, man. Sorry. <laughs> where's my where's my bleep button here? Jeez, I mean, it sounded guy. like he was going there, right? I she was getting there. Uh, okay, let's move on to to Hum Baby. Anybody can before I even look it up, the origins of Hum Baby. Anybody want to take a stab at it? Uh, yeah, I mean, Roger Craig. Yeah. Okay, we talked about that, but why? But it actually preceded him. It, it preceded Roger Craig. But no. he oh, wasn't there an announcer back in like the fifties or something? I think Home Baby does go back a little ways more than the eighties. Was it uh, what's his name, Russell Hodges, or Russ Hodge? You're you're talking to me like I know. I'm reading this as we go. So. Uh, I thought you knew a thing or two about a thing or two. <laughs> good, good. Doesn't pod the say hey kid, kid have something to do <laughs> with Home Baby? For the pod. No. Uh, let's see. Right-handed pitcher Roger Craig, a lanky six-foot-four player, pitched in three World Series for the Dodgers. Boo! Ooh. In the 1950s, Frank, and one for the St. Louis Cardinals in 1964. Roger used a catchphrase "Hum baby" to encourage hustle from his players when leading the Giants to the eight, 1989 NL pennant. Craig also taught his pitchers to throw split-finger fastball. Um, there's something in here, and I'll. Dig for it. Uh, Roger Craig assisted in the resuscitation of the baseball term hum baby along the road, which is used on the bench and in the infield to encourage pitchers to add more mustard to their fastballs. Due to his joyful and inspiring demeanor, Craig earned the nickname hum baby and contributed to the San Francisco Giants rise to fame in the 1980s. So it was already an existing term. He just kind of coined it and, and popularized it in San Francisco, which we all grew up watching and knowing Hum Baby in the 1980s. So it, it had already existed and it, and it refers to the the sound the pitch makes coming off the, you know, coming into the... To the catcher's glove? Coming into the catcher's glove, a hum. You want to... a whiz. Yeah, but... Whiz baby, though? You want to... You're, you're, whiz baby? You're starting an argument that with... That's kind of disgusting. Exactly. You're trying to start an argument with Roger Craig, R.I.P., who can't defend himself? What yeah. the sound was? 
I just want to say that I like that when Scott reads out, it's the beer drinking, beer opening mm-hmm. portion for everybody else. No, but they all tune out. It, exactly. It was like all other things happen. And they just start Frank's yawning. I wanted to get Tim Bertini on this because Tim, Timmy. Uh, Why don't we just call him? He's camping. I already reached out. I don't care where he is. Call him. I sh- Sat phone. But the hum baby is something that's endearing to all of us, and we kind of, you know, that there used. To, I wish I had a poster of hum baby with Roger Craig. And I have it. I have it. I it. Son of a gun! Didn't Roger Craig look? He was 150. Yes. Yes. 1980. He was 89 he in 1989. I mean, that's how he was. How old was he, he when he, he passed away? He just died this year, June 4th, I think, and he was 93. Oh yeah, I thought he, he was, was definitely in his 90s. Yes. He could have been 89 when we were kids. Right. People looked older back then. I no, feel I've, like. I've always no, felt like old, John Miller has <laughs> always looked old. He's not that old. His, how, our how, parents are younger than him. He's probably 68. The voice, John Miller? Yes, the voice. Wow. Yeah, how old is he, I wonder? But he's been on TV forever. I mean, remember <laughs> Sunday Night Baseball with him and... Uh, how did we get John Miller? How did I, the Giants... I don't know. Because he is just a national treasure, best, man. Yeah. He's been in the Hall of Fame since 1903. Him and Morgan? Joe Morgan, yeah. Which I wasn't a huge fan of Joe Morgan. You know, a lot of people don't like Joe Morgan. I, I used to love him. I liked him. He bugged bothered a lot me. of people. You know why? And I didn't. this didn't bug me as much, I guess, as it does other people. But he always talked about, well, back when I played. That's what, exactly my reasoning. <laughs> I'm like, okay, enough of that. We know you played. We know you're good. You played second base, right? For the Pirates or something? The, or the Reds, I think. Wasn't yeah, it? I don't know. The Big Red Machine. I think he was on that team. Wasn't he, he, a, wasn't he a Dodger though too? Probably. He so was, was good. He he was good okay. enough. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Give me a break. I know, but just yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to speak ill of of Joe Morgan. I thought he was good, but if you're, you know, you're. If you're but he's actually baseball, kind of a lightning you, rod. You probably like Harold Baines. I'm just saying, if you're I watching like baseball, you're probably a purist. <laughs> you're probably like nostalgia. You like history. So I mean, I do like Harold. People like that <laughs> would might. Enjoy, Mr. Joe Morgan. Yeah, a lot of people did, and I don't want to take away from that. Okay? Smart people liked him. <laughs> Roger Craig was 93 when he passed. Thank you. I just saw Born him. 1930 in Durham, North Carolina. North Carolina. Was the he Bulls. on the Padres? I, I see a picture of Frank. He looks like the same age as right? he was look, in 1989. Look at him. Look at, him. <laughs> look at that picture see. of him. Let me see. He's a giant. Oh, wow. He's 93 there. Describe it. And that was in 1986. Describe it to our <laughs> listeners. He died in 2023. To our listeners who can't remember see what Roger Craig looked like, apparently he's looked like that his entire life. He was 37. <laughs> he hasn't changed, huh? Oh, boy. Okay. Um, anybody else? Any thoughts on, on uh, Hum Baby, Roger Craig? Those were the golden days of Giants baseball, right? I mean, so he was Will 55 Clark. when he first started managing the Giants. He Which was so is pretty close to 89. He started in like 85 or? Yeah, 85 to 92. I mean, does, did it, did he age well or not well? I don't think he, he, he was <laughs> not, not in his younger years. He just exactly, but went in his straight to old age, and then he just slowed time. So you guys want to move on to Marlins, man? Kind of, not really, but if we must, we must. I'm upset wait, wait, that that's why do you not want to talk about that? Right? The Marlin man? Yeah, why? It's a bad topic. It's just like, all right, you can afford to sit right behind, like. Good for you. He's a lawyer, I believe. Does it bug you that you aren't sitting there? He's pardon, pardon? Well, something I, like that. That sounds 
bit bitter, maybe. I mean, yeah, there's. I'm sure there's a little jealousy. I feel like we've segued to the Marlin Man already. <laughs> We're in it. <laughs> no, well, he asked me. I, I, you said, should we talk? And he said, kind of. And I said, no. <laughs> so, Frank, you want to just skip over the Marlin's Man? Absolutely not. Let's let's get into it. Well, th- it's pretty lengthy. Like he, his Wikipedia page is extensive for some reason. He has a Wikipedia page. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it is lengthy. I always, oh I for somehow. Have a false memory of him being an older guy, but he's not. He's middle aged white man, sixty six. Um, but so his name's Lawrence Levy, and better known as the Marlins man. He's an American sports fan and lawyer. Yep, you got it right. From North Miami Beach, Florida, he gained fame in two thousand twelve for frequent appearances at major sporting events while wearing orange Miami Marlins apparel. And uh, I'm not gonna read all this, but. There was a Miami Heat game that he is kind of when he first got put on the map. And it was, they handed out white shirts at the game. Uh, you know how you go to a NBA game? I feel like we were there for Stinson's bachelor party. Maybe like some uh, of the people went Probably to that game. were. Miami for that. Heat, it was like a white hot, like white out. No, it was a white out. Yeah. Yeah. The, the white hot because of the heat. Was that 2012? No. 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 That was so like 2005. I think this was prior to that then. But anyway, he they handed all the white shirts. He put it on his seat, and he went to the bathroom or something, and came back, and somebody had taken his shirt. And uh, for so he claims. So he claims. Yeah, this is allegedly. And uh, I think he. I don't know if he had it or went and got one, but it was just when the Miami was introducing their. Uh, you remember when Miami opened their park? Yeah, uh, with that little art thing that they paid yeah, dollars for for every home which is no longer there anymore. The they took that out. They took that out, which was Why? beautiful. It was so yeah, disgustingly I love awesome. exactly. Like a million dollars. Exactly. It's like art deck. I don't even know what that style is, but it's, it was Miami. It's its own style. It it's, was there was nothing like it. It said Miami though, and then in let we for our buddy Andrew's birth or uh, bachelor party, we went to a game and sat in left field, and it was basically a strip club. There was girls with pasties on. It was. A full-on strip club in left field. Anything but a baseball game. Everything that you'd <laughs> yeah. expect from Miami. Miami, exactly. It was a full Miami experience. Uh, but anyway, that's when they had those... Th- some people call them hideous. I kind of dig it. The the bright orange, almost Florida gator orange. It was like um, a V-neck windbreaker, wasn't it? That he wore? Something like that. But that's when he, uh, that's when he first stood out because everybody in the stands was wearing white at this Miami Heat game, and he was wearing this Miami... Uh, Marlins orange, and and he just kept it rolling. All his friends, I guess, called him and said, "Hey, we we see you at the game. Keep it rolling." Sticking out like a sore thumb. And then he just kind of went on a tour and and would go to every kind of championship game, playoff game, and you would see him right behind home plate, um, whatever it would be, whatever sporting event he would be, he would be right front and center, and everybody would be like, "Who is this weirdo?" The guy, f- the first person that called it out, Kyle's like, dude, is this guy? Who is this? Because it made no wearing sense. The Marlins. I mean, they were never in the playoffs, and he's there wearing a Marlins jersey. It made no sense. It and and he became the talk of uh, kind of a side note for the World Series. It was in Detroit, and he's right behind yeah. uh, home plate wearing bright orange Marlins. It's like Marlins aren't even close sniffing the they playoffs didn't make the playoffs this year and he's <laughs> at the world series wearing that yeah this guy's so proud and it kind of became a thing but anyway i thought we'd touch on the marlins man and i know there's people out there who remember it and um there's a little it's backstory still, to it's it still going on and he's still out there huh 
I guess he had a. He was at a Giants game just recently. Remember? Oh, really? Someone sent That's a text. Right. There was also an Asian guy that was filling in with a Miami. Yeah. What is that? A stunt double now? I mean, maybe a, a Wally double. So apparently, apparently he's a philanthropist and he uh, invites friends and gives random tickets away. And um, well, that's awesome. You no, know, and apparently he had he had a cancer scare where he thought he had liver cancer and had only so long to live. He was diagnosed with it and it was later proved incorrect. Um, and that's when he kind of went on his his run and just would go to as many games as he could. He's like, hey, I'm not here for much longer. I'm going to just go to have fun at sporting events. And so that's kind of a fun story to it. And, and he is a philanthropist. So let's give him his props. But it also kind of strikes me like the Seinfeld episode where Lane puts on the Orioles hat in the owner's seat. Do you remember that no. episode? I do. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Costanza gets free tickets to go to the Yankee game, and they're like sitting in the owner's seats, right? And she comes and she puts an Orioles oh, hat on. Oh, I do on remember this. Yes. The guy goes, like, What are you doing? Take the hat off. And she's like, I'm not taking the hat off. <laughs> Anyways, it was kind of like that oh, idea okay. to me of like. You're not buying it. You're a little cynical of it. I mean, wear the Miami, but just not front and center where everyone can see it, you know? Hey, let people live their lives, Abby. Wear a City Connect Giants. Okay, I'd, I'd support that. At, still orange. At a, at a Marlins game? Are They're hideous, but at least it'll still stand out. They're kind of growing on me a little bit. What? Yeah, no, a little bit. No, that can't be true. Mm-hmm. Take it back. There's You're so disappointed st- in I, me. I really am. <laughs> They're terrible. But there's I some saw crazy the look. stat about how they win when they wear those. It's like yeah. really good. I hated them initially, and I kind of am starting to come around a little bit. Oh, what do you think man. of the National City Connect? I don't know if I saw. Were they wearing them tonight? They were. Uh, Cherry they didn't, Blossom? They didn't stand out to me. They were not good. No. Well. Frank's I, awfully quiet over no, there. Nothing's worse than the All-Star jerseys this year. They oh were garbage. Don't even get me started. Garbo. The whole best part of the All-Star game was seeing everyone in their home jersey. Right? Yes. Yeah, you bring, bring it back. You bring the, you wear I don't know why they would do that. I mean, who? everyone says, oh, because they can sell more jerseys. Who would want that? People are buying them. I know, but they're idiots. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. you I, the, never mind. I'm going to refrain from saying that. <laughs> Say it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's Un, go. Unfiltered. Yeah. Come on. Say I'm, it. Not, I'm not a jersey person, so I feel like people that buy jerseys in general are idiots. Oh, hey. You offended a lot of our listeners. <laughs> can we beep? Can we bleep that? We need to. I need to have Epi on. on uh, Goodbye. <laughs> you. Uh, I told you I would refrain, but you asked for it. All right, I wanted you to. Thank you. So, we'll move on from that. And we, you know, we skipped over the the Citrus Police report. Oh well. Oh God. Not much to talk about. I've gone to watering daily. There we go. Uh oh. <laughs> Busted. Whoop, whoop. You will get pulled over, though, if you're not watering daily right now. I swear to God. I am out, and I am looking. And what I'm seeing is I'm not liking it. Because, I mean, do you even care? Do you, do you even care? Is there a lot of careless folks out there? Careless. Is there some parched citruses yes, out there? All dried up. Your citrus are in wine, half wine barrels, though. Uh, Epi? I know. Plant them in the ground, dude. Have a heart. Exactly. My whole backyard is made out of concrete. What am I going to jackhammer it up? Yes. Exactly. Have you been to my H-O- dad's house? The HOA would love that. We'll, we'll drive by my dad's after this, and you'll see where he jackhammered the concrete driveway. You'd have every person in that in that complex all over you. Mark? Mark would not be happy. One for the noise. Two for what you're doing. 
He's three not for the jackhamming. Three for the citrus. Oh, Sean, renting a jackhammer. I think he no. cares about his no, citrus no, enough no, to do no, it. No. Happy's got some people to come over and do it for a fee. Of course, of course. For the low, low price. But uh, Sean, so y- you drive around in your your Tacoma, right? Yep. And you have the, one of those old school, like 1970s. Yeah, it's magnetic. I put like on the, the top. magnetic siren yep. you put on top of your car. With a little cable. It's like a phone cord. And you're, you're on Let's a steak. Roll. So you're on a stakeout, you know. Yep. Are you out there in the early morning? Or are you wat- waiting to see if the... Because best time to water is it either kind of in the evening or in yes. the morning, correct? I'm out at all hours. I don't want to give my away my, any secrets gotcha. here. So you cannot feel safe at any time of day, morning, Evening, afternoon, doesn't matter. I would imagine watering at night would probably be the, the best watering. I agree. You think so? I wow. Agree. I can't. F- it doesn't give wow. it time to evaporate. And, and kind of uh, seep in. Uh, yes, exactly. Get down to the deep roots. Yeah, if you water early and it's 100, well, half of that's going to. Yeah, that's a good point. Because uh, are you getting up noon? Thank you. To water? Yeah. No. But you water at 5 a.m. Yeah, I water at 5 a.m. By noon, it's 95. Who Guess cares? where that water went. I don't know. Back in the atmosphere. Seven, eight o'clock at night. Look, I'm I got I'm wearing the badge here, guys. Oh, excuse me. You need to be monitoring your dew points. You know when when does that dew point? When does uh when does it burn off the the fuel the moisture, the content? I don't know. You got to be on that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like every police commissioner, there's a term, and that term comes to an end. Oh, not this one. There's a new oh, sheriff in town. Is that what you're saying? Uh, what, do you want Frank? to carry the mantle, Frank? Here? You want to carry the probe? Can, can he be deputy uh, sheriff? I, I ain't deputizing you, dude. <laughs> what is this? The Andy Griffith show? <laughs> exactly. What happens when you're gone? I'm never gone. Suddenly. Suddenly. What are, he, what are you gonna kill me? Sean's got a, the tactical citrus tool belt he rolls around with with a little nitrogen. He has a moisture probe. <laughs> he's got pH a, meter. He's got it all. The whole thing. Have you been fertilizing? Because uh, it seems like you yeah. haven't been. I think there was a poli- police report recently with uh, saying some guy's been walking around and probing people's front yards, among other things. But yes. <laughs> but anyway. People be, haven't been doing good, huh? Because last no, week we were looking really. good, and we now we're looking good. Yeah, but, you know, it, it with this heat, quickly when it, it heats it up, people, people get a little lazy. So true. They don't want to water. It's too hot for them to go outside. It's and water. too hot for them to go outside, which is why you need to do it in the morning when it's nice and cool. People don't understand. It only takes one day I, for I think, a citrus to go bad. I think morning's just a little too late in the game. What? So yeah. I think morning time is a little too late in the game there. No, not if you do it daily. Not only that, when was the last time you watered in the morning? This morning. When you have to go to work. (laughs) Stumped him. Oh, moving on. All right. Well, so we got our eyes on you. Sean's Sean's doing stakeouts now. And and he's uh he's building his team. He's building his squad. I think the answer, Sean, was that you're patrolling in the mornings, so you I don't am. water. I'm a looking. So you don't know if they watered at night or not. Oh, I know. Okay. You got eyes out there. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, can't wait to hear next week what what uh, I hope I hope it people hear this and get on top of their citrus trees. Nothing would make me happier. Heed okay. the warnings. Heed the warnings. Heed the warnings, people. I don't want to have to take it up a notch. No, I don't. Don't want that. Because it gets crazy. What's next? Like a letter in the mail? Possibly. Do you, do you get a warning or is it straight to citation? No, there's a warning. Okay. A written warning. You got to get put on notice and then uh, now. That's fair. 
Not a verbal warning, which is technically a written no, warning. No, I go straight then to... Then come to the actual written no, warning. No, it's, a, it's Con- a written warning. He needs it on record. Is it a confrontational? Hey, knock on the door, make sure they accept it, kind of like certified mail? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. You've been served. You've been served. <laughs> You're on notice. You are on notice. I love it. Hey. Fur. Frankie. Yo. Longest home run. Oh, boy. In MLB history. Oh, boy. And give us the top 10. Why don't we go first on the ones we think are the top 10? That's fair. I, I got one. and It was not in a game. But do you remember when Guerrero, Vlad, hit mm. in the home run derby oh, at gonna, San Francisco? We're not, we're we're talking, not counting home run derby. No. Now. But he almost hit the Coke bottle. That's insane. That's right. That's five. Oh, the big cash? Nobody's hit the no, mid. That's a big cat. That's uh, oh. Andre, Andres Galarraga? Uh, Andres Galarraga. Yeah, yeah. God, I loved when we had players like that. I know. He was Can the we best. Get Jose Uribe? Ooh. Uribe. <laughs> <laughs> I miss those players. Just But no all-star games. Well, that was the longest summer I've ever seen in my life. That was impressive. Because the par- it was like the first or second year of the park That's right. being there. And, and Guerrero was on our team at the time, no? Lad? Wasn't he a giant? What in the world? Vladimir may- Guerrero? Maybe I just wanted him to be Michael a giant. Yeah, I mean, like every other So giant badly fan. that you're that wrong? Yeah. Damn, <laughs> I could I have a I false wish. memory, man. Ooh, th- there was a time when he was going to come. He was going to come. When? And I think we got Beltran instead. Come during the- no, that was... <laughs> oh, my Jesus. God. We're way off. <laughs> oh, man. Move on. Goodbye. Um, all right, so we will start number ten. Um, do we want to give you some hints on who it was? They don't. I don't have dates. I just have the length of the home run and where the person hit it. <clears throat> so at number ten, uh, John Carlos Stanton hit one five hundred and four feet in Coors Field. Yeah, he's a beast. Coors though, that's you know. And shockingly, Coors only has one of the ten longest home runs. You'd figure you'd high altitude. High altitude. They. I bet you Cincinnati has a couple on there. That field's tiny. But number nine, Nomar Mazera, five oh five. He was te- uh, Texas. Correct. Yeah, Ranger. Globe Life Park. I'm not certain where Globe Life Giants? Park is. Everyone's on the Giants, in your opinion, right now. <laughs> I said Texas. Oh, so, you know, it's either in Texas or at the other opponent's field. So. Um, let's see what we got here. Number number eight. Uh, it says 500 plus feet. We so we, we had no Marmazera go 505, so it has to be at least 506. Uh, Glenn Allen Hill. Yeah, giant. Hill? He's a giant. <laughs> he was a giant. <laughs> That's why I said there was a giant. Glenn Allen did 500 plus at Wrigley as a giant. Uh, well, or he was, was a Cub for a while. I remember. It, it doesn't say who. Again, I just got the guy's name, how far he hit it, and what park he hit it in. Glenn Allen Hill, what a name! I liked him a lot. We only had him for maybe two years, right? He was a big boy. Big uh, boy. Two or three years, he was there with Nomar, or not Nomar, but uh, Omar, Omar Visco. Was he with Omar? Yeah. Nomar Omar. Nomar Omar? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm not helping here. Bernard? <laughs> Marvin? Marvin. Nathan Perez? Number seven. He played for the Indians. Oh, I know this he one. He hit it uh, at Manny Ramirez. Jacob's Albert field. Bell. Jim Tomei. Albert Bell. Jim Tomei. Damn, nice. Do you remember Number that seven. hit? No. He, was like he hit it like third, third it was like a deck? I just remember it, but anyways. Where did he hit it? What uh, stadium? Jacobs Field, so in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. 
He, I loved watching that guy bat, man. Jimmy Albert could hit. Bell? No, uh, Jim Tomei. Jim Tomei. Yeah, but Albert, Bell, was Albert was Bell, too. He would fight anyone. Well, what, 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 who was it? Uh, he was like stealing or he got caught in a pickle and he hit that, uh, the second baseman oh, for uh, God. Milwaukee and just blew just, him up. I don't remember who it was, but yes. I was a Omar? No, was I've seen Omar? that recently. The leadoff guy? For yeah, he was a short Kenny little Lockett? second. No, he played second base for Milwaukee. Oh, it was an interleague game, and uh, I don't know if Bell was stealing or just it was like <clears throat> hit to second or something. But second baseman like just went to go tag him and a little too hard. Bill Bell just like basically oh, just hit him in his just face. linebacker hit. What was Leveled the year him. that the Indians were stacked like that? Ninety seven, ninety eight. I think it was like ninety eight. <clears throat> I mean, like, Kenny how Lofton. did they not win with that, with that group? How do you not? <laughs> I, mean, I think my favorite Ramirez, Albert, Bell Albert Bell story. Just it's like, come on. Do you remember wow. the Albert Bell story where he got caught using a corked bat, and the umpires took it and put it in their like locker room, and one of his teammates snuck in through the roof because it was behind a locked door, no way. and they came, came. He came down and took the bat back. No. Yes. Like the. Did he ever get in trouble? Yeah, like they, the they caught heist, everybody. Like the wine heist in L.A. <laughs> Exactly. They went through the roof. They went through the roof. Wow. Oh, you know what it was? He was breaking up a uh, a double play. That's what it was. Fernando uh, Vina. Okay. And Vina went to go tag him, and he just hit him like up in his upper chest and his mouth. And that's not allowed anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. Don't you kind of miss that? Of course. A little bit. Like full contact baseball. I mean, football season started. I didn't see some kind of action here. So we jump drastically from number seven, was, which was 511 feet, to a home run that was 535 feet. It was hit in Great American Ballpark, which is in Cincinnati, See? Ohio. Do we want to take a guess who this gentleman was? Can you give us a team? He batted left-handed. He played for the Reds. The Big Donkey? The Big Donkey. Adam Dunn. Oh, shit. Yeah. Good. 535. Also at 535, this was hit in Olympic Stadium. I think that was the Montreal Expo's old stadium. Guerrero. He played for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Down, buddy. Bobby Bonilla. Uh, a little before Bobby Bo. Mm. His name is Willie Stargell. Oh, Willie Stargell. Man, Going I didn't know Willie, Willie had that power. Yeah, th- so these next, these next four, the top four here, these are all kind of... Uh, in the 70s or even older. So number four, furthest home run, it was 539 feet. It was hit in Tiger Stadium. He's a Yankee. Reggie Jackson. Mickey Mantle. Mr. October, Reggie Jackson. But I think Mickey Mantle's number two. Yeah? Mickey Mantle is in the top three. Is Lou Gehrig on there? Um, so the number three was, so number four was 539. The next, uh, the third furthest is 565 feet hit in Griffith Stadium. I can't even hit a golf ball that far. Our boy, Mickey Mantle. Mickey. 565. That is smashed. Smashed. That's hard to believe. As my dad would say, pass the boats. <laughs> Everything's pass in reference to <laughs> ATT Firecraft. <laughs> pass the boats. Number two, also uh, an ex-Yankee Red Sox. Um, he hit it 10 feet further than Mickey's, so we're talking 575 feet in Navin Stadium, Babe Ruth. The bed? 575. 
you know, not to take anything away from these old timers, but I don't know if they're uh, measuring it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good point. Hey, trust me, I, I already thought about that. Like, so then this guy, sadly, I don't know, it was hitting Yankee Stadium. So the furthest home run hit is 580 feet, Josh Gibson. Josh Gibson. I was th- thinking Bob Gibson, but he's a pitcher. Bob's a pitcher for yeah. St. Louis. Josh Gibson. So you're telling me Hank Aaron never hit like that's what I'm, I'm hammering Hank in like a top five or Bonds. Yeah, I mean so because you think about the, the back then or Mark McGuire, McGuire too, right? Sammy, Sammy Sosa, Cecil Fielder. Yeah, Cecil. Because back then they weren't throwing as hard as they're throwing now. Like you hit a hundred mile an hour fastball with and you square it and you square it like that should be going six hundred feet. All right. So who do you think has the furthest home run this year? Went 493 feet. Was oh, it? I know this. I know Damn it just man. happened. Wow. John Peterson hit 492 today. So That's amazing. Hopefully, he'll be a soon to be giant. Okay. Otani. Yes. He's got the longest one of the year. That guy is just. Bitches. Please. 493, which isn't really. Please here, become a giant. Here goes the weekly Shohei pitch for the they're also, podcast. You know what's a, a thing, too, is they're also messing around with the ball quite a bit. Um, Brandon I, I wouldn't be surprised Crawford. back in the day the ball was a lot harder. Brandon mm. Crawford has the fourth longest home run hit this year. That's a he crushes when he hits him, man. It's it's a sight to see. Um, so, but the Josh Gibson thing. Back to that. Like he Lamont Wade Jr. has the sixth furthest home run this year. He's having a good year. Hey, yeah. What's the say the the distance again for the farthest ever? Five eighty. Five hundred eighty. That was in the that Negro Leagues, or that was MLB. MLB. Um, Are those counted as major league stats? Well, I read something where they, uh, claimed, they should be. They claimed you had eight hundred. I'm not saying they shouldn't. That, Apparently, Josh Gibson hit eight hundred. Yeah, home runs. I've heard that too. And uh, same huh. with Sidaro O, uh, Japanese league. He isn't black. No, I know, but Sidaro uh, O hit. Okay, I guess we go there. I'm saying Sidaro O, Josh Gibson should definitely be in the conversation. Yeah, so I he was. Uh, he not was, the Sidaro thing. He was an totally American baseball. He, he played catcher. He was primarily in the Negro Leagues. Uh, 166 home runs, batted 373 career. So is this white history hits. where he hit a home run in the majors, but because he was in the Negro Leagues, they're like, no, it's Babe Ruth? Probably. Which is. Let's, I think that should count myself. But I mean, I'm not I like, sure about the Japanese leagues. That's why I like this list, is because they, he's number one. So. Well, so they said in 1972 he was inducted into the National Baseball Hall of Fame. So, must have but been. a lot of people that played in the Negro Leagues were. So that's why my question was like, did he actually do it in an MLB game or was it something? Doesn't say the year, Frankie. When he hit the home run. Yeah. Well, he's got the record, so. Josh Gibson. That's, that's five eighty. That's the problem with the internet. You can Google it. 50 times I know. Come up you with get some answer. different answers. I I feel like I saw some different lists today too when I was looking at it for the five minutes I took. But anyway, Josh Gibson, home run uh, distance leader. I don't know if that's ever getting broken. No. I don't know, man. Get the roids back involved. I don't. Yeah, you're 585? right. Five eighty five. Come on. It's the ball. The ball's different. It's the ball, huh? Softer. You they think did, so? They did a, Definitely. They, they did have a juiced ball era when we were, you know, a few years was, back yeah. where you're like, oh my God, the home runs are... The there Sosa were, Maguire era. There's a thing, I think it was last year, that people were complaining, players were complaining about the balls weren't even consistent. Some of them were juiced up and some of them were not mm-hmm. the same. Pitchers like, I, I can feel that, it. But I love that. Well, that's like anything. Mystery ball. How do you make something 
consistent. I, actually, the Giants pitcher today got two balls and he tossed them away. Oh, instantly, really? Like into the dugout. Oh. And the umpire had like one ball left and was like, had to get more because hmm. the pitcher wasn't happy with them. So interesting. Maybe. It's interesting how they dirt the balls up before the game. Have you seen that? Yeah. Where they just kind of scuff them. Yeah. With this certain mud they Mississippi have. Mississippi mud. Yeah. Is that what it is? It is. It's from this. It's. I think it's from the Mississippi River. It's like silt. Hmm. That where it would otherwise be from Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas mud from the Mississippi River. I'm, I'm sure already the Mississippi might run through there, but I you mean, know I like, miss Bug. Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> where are you going with that? I mean, uh, hey, good shit. Let's take a, let's take a halftime. You guys ready, or do you want to keep going? Uh, no, I need a towel down. You need it. You need to uh, get out the showers. Sean, wipe yeah. down, Sean. Get this man a towel. Great choice for the song. Where'd you come up with this one, Scotty? It feels a little racial because because uh, you're here and now it's on. But you know. No, we were. I last time we were hanging out, we were talking about this guy. He's like the Elvis. He's like the biggest singer ever out of Mexico. After that conversation, I went home and listened to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He really is that big. Only like one Sebastian. A little bit better. El Rey del Jaripeo. Nah, that's not the same. He's not bad. I think three of his kids got killed by cartel members. There's like a cartel connection. I, I know. Hey, welcome back to Garbo Time, episode number 20. Hi, Sean, Epi, how's it going? Halftime, refresh. (sighs) So I was towed down by Sean, I was extra sweaty here in our little hole. HQ. HQ. And um, the gang... Sean, Scotty, and I were talking about what we were going to talk about today, and uh, the boss, Mr. Squiddy Barnacle Lips over here, 
uh, suggested that Sean and I needed to think up of uh, a sports topic. This is how vague. Hey, Sean, Frank, think about a sports topic. Uh, you think I just pull the ones I pick out of the thin air? Well, I have to think of them. Well, so you've already had something. Well thought out. So, you know, but you like to, you know, like, what, what was it? Uh, episode 18 was the 4040 Club. Everything was 40-centric, you know? So I kind of wanted to see where your head was and maybe give us an idea of what mm-hmm. you were thinking and then maybe the topics that we... You know, this was an experiment for me to see where your head was at. Okay. I, I had lunch with Mike Noto the other day, and he, he told me at the end of lunch, I can't find a 40 anywhere. Dude. I'm looking for a malt liquor 40. Can't find like, them anymore. They had this 40 He is 40 not thing. looking hard enough. I'm I don't think that. he's looking hard and enough. So I told him, I said, they just had this 40 40 podcast. And he's like, yeah, but it was probably Budweiser. I'm like, yeah, it was Budweiser. That's all not <laughs> sponsored by. It's the only 40 you could find now. <laughs> and, and so I said, hey, you're living in the wrong place. Maybe go to Vineyard Market. And what about like, Andy's liquor? He's like, I'm going to Vineyard Market right after. It's I closed. It's not even. Well, there's a new it's, one. It's a new, new one. one. It's, yeah, it's just not in the. But he wanted a Mickey's. Malt, malt liquor, liquor 40 10 percent alcohol what was Hot the one rabbit. at um caselli's it was like indian or it was like crazy horse crazy horse the mm. oh, you don't want to mess with and that came in like a, a 64 <laughs> it wasn't a 40 no they banned no they puppies. had 40s but yes i mean it was like molasses it was, it was, it was, yeah. So it was like, free. it was St. Ives <laughs> almost so consistency. It was, it was rough. So getting back to, so, you know, Sean and I were tasked uh, a sports topic by Barney. So I was having a tough time and I, I, I text Sean uh, earlier this morning and I see where he was at. And I, you know, I said, Hey Sean, what's uh what sport topic you got? And he says, uh, the list of the worst Franks in the world was his first text. And then the second one was first place is not going to be a surprise. So I, I was assuming that number one was that stung. Moi. You got it. <laughs> so I felt a little, you know, I was like, huh, you know, was he reading into my text? Like, was I yelling at him? You know, it was more just, Hey, I, did, I didn't like the cut of the jib, of the text. Okay. <laughs> I mean, people can read into a text. It was, it was literally a four word Reply. I don't think he liked the tone. The tone was offensive. But a smiley face at the end, it changes the whole tone. Well, everything was grammatically correct. There was no like up, you know, I wasn't like yelling at him. So it wasn't all uppercase. It left a lot of room for interpretation. So I I was, I felt spited. I, I felt upset. So I was like, how can I get back to him? And I figured the best way I could do it was to prove how big of losers are that are named Sean in the MLB compared to. MLB players named Frank okay. through MLB history. This is strictly MLB. We can't strictly do strictly MLB. We can't do Frank's and Sean's historically. This is Frank v. Sean historical MLB. Only MLB. 2023. Right. And RIP to the most famous Frank, Frank Sinatra. But he didn't play baseball, though. But it doesn't matter. He's if he did, he would be a Cy Young Award guy. winner. I mean, come on. He might as well have played baseball. You're out of line, Scott. <laughs> Out. Tony Bennett died today. Today, ninety six. Uh, we're gonna go out with uh, a little. Uh, Left my heart in San Francisco. God bless you, God. by Cardo. So while I, I talk, you. <laughs> you should probably look for that. So starting at first base, I mean it's a no brainer. Or going around the horn. We're going around the horn. A full team. A full team. Okay. So we got bad Sean's. Oh, you're fooled. Amazing Franks. <laughs> oh no. So I'm sure Epi uh, could know what. Who's playing? Who's playing first for Team Frank? It's it's quite evident. The big hurt, 
Frank Thomas, inducted to the Hall of Fame 2014. You didn't even let us guess, but all right. Okay. Did you need the guess? No, but... Did you need? How many hits does he have in his career? 3,000. 2,468. Close. How many home runs does he have? 450. 546. 521. What's his career batting average? 289. Please. 240? 250? Disrespectful. Higher than... 302. 301. Wow. Wow. What? Wow. Those are some numbers. Those are some numbers. Hall of Fame. I like Scott's guess, by the way. I would have thought it was low. Now, the sad thing is... (laughs) That's why I went lower. This is the best player on Shad's squad playing first base. Not in the Hall of Fame. Uh oh. I like how you preface it with that. (laughs) He has a career 1,531 hits, respectable. Um, Sean Casey. I knew it was going to be Sean Casey. Also known as the mayor. The mayor. Uh, 130 home runs, pedestrian. Uh, But he does have uh, the big hurt in batting average lifetime, batting a. A whopping 302. Weren't they both on the White Sox or was Sean Casey Detroit? Sean Casey was with the Reds in the beginning and then just kind of. Good looking son of a bitch, too. He kind of gypped him. Kind of a baby face. So you're going for a better looking team? Even though a shittier yeah. team? We're, we're winning the beauty contest so far. <laughs> okay. All right. I think the big hurt, he put Is the hurt on. Crushed. On you? <laughs> Crushed. I don't know what. I'm still recovering. Don't touch that. No. I don't know where he was going with that. Heading over to second base, uh, starting with Frank's squad. Frank White, uh, formerly of the Kansas City uh, Royals. Never heard of him. Me neither. Not a Hall of Famer, but an eight-time gold glover. Wow. Throwing a five-time all-star. And then winning the big one in 85. With? Drum roll. Kansas City Royals. I think he made this up. And none of us are going to Google it. No. It's <laughs> smart. <laughs> All our listeners are smart, educated people. With Frank the White. Smart. That's the Swiss most Internet. basic name I've ever heard. Frank White. That's, Frank Smith. That's a made Frank up. Smith that's like a, playing left or that's what? A, that's John Doe. Frank also, White. I also John Doe. I how much time you spent on this versus Sean. Like, it was shockingly maybe 30 minutes, 40 minutes. I kind of knocked it out pretty That's not quick. shocking, actually. And and I want to put puts, time in. That, you know. That's some time. So at second... Uh, Sean Rodriguez. Rodrigo? Rodrigo played uh, for seven different teams during his career. It was a 12-year uh, career. He uh, batted 226 with 81 home runs. Also not a Hall of Famer. Should be. Is he just picking the worst Sean? I mean, obviously he, is. he yes, went. He is. You know, I think 30 of the 40 minutes were spent on bad Sean's. <laughs> I can't even think of another Sean. If you, there's, so there is a list of every um, player... That played in the MLB, and there's really, honestly, not that many Shawns. Your spreadsheet really, is I, I really. I think the best Sean out there is currently playing for the Atlanta Braves. Catcher was an ex A Sean Murphy, but he's not on this mm. list, obviously. No, because I didn't do catchers. There, there was oh, you left him <laughs> off, huh? Well, there was too many good Frank <laughs> and, catchers. And I'm out sure there. Sean Estes is uh, other be than a Frank Corzine for uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, over there at third base. Uh, you just skip short, huh? No, it's always. First, second, third, short. Remember He's we did Around the Horn? The horn? We had He's an episode on this. Yeah, yeah, okay. Fair. Third base, right. uh, filling in for the Franks. Uh, Frank Home Run Baker. Wow. <laughs> inducted just nicknames. inducted like into the Hall of Fame in 1955. He won a World Series in 1911 with the Philadelphia Athletics. Led the majors in home runs 
in four consecutive years. How many? What was his highest? I don't know, but he led the league in home runs in four consecutive years. Too deep, Scott. Too deep. Sorry, Frank. Third base for the Shans. He should know this one. Sean Burroughs. If you don't, he played San Diego. Played for four different teams Met him. during Giants. the career. I know him. <laughs> yeah. He's from Poway. My old roommate oh, wow. was his good buddy. Hey, settle down, settle down. Hey. Ease him up, dude. He's getting he's getting crazy. I got settle, excited settle, over settle down. Sean Burroughs played for four different teams during his tenure. Sean's have that effect on everyone. By Batted the way. Uh, a whopping two seventy eight. He had mashed twelve career home runs, but he is most known for his little league career, where he threw back to back no hitters in the little league world series yeah. back in nineteen ninety two. Out of Poway, so if you need relief, he has pitched. Sean. Wait, you said he played for 10 years and only had how many career home runs? 12. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it kind of does. kind of does. But With a two se- 278 average, Contact though. hitter. That's good. How many home runs did Tony Gwynn have? Not many. 200-something. Moving on. Shortstop. Mr. Frank Grant inducted in the Hall of Fame in 2006. These are all made-up names, dude. <laughs> no, no one's heard so, of these friends. They're so basic. Mr. Grant is recognized as the greatest middle infielder in the 19th century, batting a career batting average of 19th 300. century? That's 1800s. That's like 1889. <laughs> it wasn't baseball even baseball knows. around then. Baseball's been around. <laughs> in the 19th century? I'm it's like, like in medieval <laughs> times, dude. Starting for Sean at shortstop, uh, Sean Figgins, also known as Sean Figgins. His name is not Also Sean's not Chony. even spelled... Chony? <laughs> Choney. My Chonis? I've heard Shone, and I was giving you a bone here. So Get on his Chonis, dude. Sean Figgins, an all-star in 2009. He won the big game with the Angels in 2002, breaking many San Francisco Giants' mm. hearts. And he was a stolen base leader in 2005. Rally monkeys. Lefty, right? Frank, I feel like My I'm ahead of you right wife's now. wife's cousin collected or created the rally monkeys, and we need to bring uh, James Halabak on. Exciting to talk about the rally the monkey. Rally monkey, yeah. Oof. I met him and I didn't talk to him that's for a tough, at least a that's year. That's a tough yeah, pod was, right there, Frank. That's a tough one. Moving on to the outfield, we're going to start with a Stan Musial mm. Hall of Fame. That's not, not a Frank, not a Sean or a Frank. But did you know his middle name was Frank? Oh God, <laughs> oh, he really, <laughs> he really for. For letting this you know, stretch. this is a stretch. I would, I would have thought you researched this for weeks. So going off this, I, I, that's why I was saying like this Stan like Frank Musial, Hall of Famer, inducted into ni- uh, 1969, three-time MVP, played in 24 All-Star games, hit over 317 years, and won seven NL batting titles. There's not too many Sean outfielders, by the way. Hmm. Also in the outfield, Frank Robinson. Inducted in the Hall of Fame in 1982. His number 20 is retired by two different teams, the Orioles and the Reds. Rookie of the Year in 56, NL MVP in 61, AL MVP, and Triple Crown winner in 1966. So average home runs and RBIs? Uh, career batting average of 294. Uh, career hits, 2,943. With so you kept the stats for Franks. Glad you 586 asked. home runs. Plus, he's the first African American manager uh, to be employed in the MLB uh, for the 1975 Cleveland Indians. Also managed the Giants for a bit there, briefly. Scott knew that. Mm. And rounding out the the outfield, (laughs) Mr. Frank Hondo Howard, also known as the Washington Monument or the National Punisher. He was a Rookie of the Year in 1960. Yeah, he's a four-time All Star. 
and led the league in home runs in 68 and 1970. 1868? 1968. 1968. Yeah! <laughs> Sadly, there was only really one Sean uh, outfielder to speak of, and it's not even spelled S-E-A-N. It's S-H-A-W-N. So he's many play, he's ways. He's all positions. Sean Green is going to... I remember uh, Dodger... Well, originally a Toronto Blue Jay, but mm. yes, a Dodger. That's a, what I remember, Matt. Scott's been off every time tonight. He was a Dodger. We got that right. <sighs> Sean Green, a two-time All-Star, career batting average of two eighty-three. He's had a uh, three hits over two thousand. Uh, he had three hundred twenty-eight home runs and a Gold Glove and Silver. Three hundred twenty-eight. Yeah, that's he, more than I would have guessed. He was good. More than he was twelve. A, he was good. Oh, who's the guy that had twelve? Twelve. Sean Burroughs. Um, yeah. Man. Ten years, twelve home runs. Pitching staff, uh, you guys should probably know this one. Sean Estes? Uh, Frank Viola. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> no, we're starting with the Franks. <laughs> we always oh, leave the Franks. Franks. I yes. Frank, Frank Viola, nicknamed Sweet Music. He's a three-time All-Star, uh, World Series MVP with the Twins in 1987. AL Cy Young winner in 88 and career wins of 176 with a career ERA of 3.73. Hmm. Again, not too many good Sean's to speak of in the pitching game. Uh, two that were both uh, local uh, pitchers. One, Sean Manaya. He's an ML, MLB debut in 2016. Currently with the San Francisco Giants. He's got a career not doing well. uh, wins of Plus 61 with a, a 4.15 ERA. That's spelled the same as you, too, I think. Scott? No, S-E-A-N. Sean, Sean Manaya. Yes. The other Sean, Sean Doodlittle. He's a two-time oh, yeah. All-Star. He uh, won the World Series in 2019. He's got uh, 26 career wins and 112 career saves. Oakland A's. But we don't need a relief pitcher because Mr. Frank uh, Sweet Music Viola will just pitch a complete game <laughs> and strike out 15, maybe 20. So, Frank, uh, Sean, you lost this. I don't think I did. The infield was much better than his. Well, his was made up, so you're I right. I know his was were Frank made up. Baker, Frank Wright, Frank Doe. Frank Grant. <laughs> Frank Home Run Baker. Half of his infield played in the medieval times. <laughs> Frank White. was also when you were born. It was just after the Black Plague, and you know what? They were short on <laughs> players. <laughs> hey, stats are stats. Hey, they were stacking them up. Stats are stats. Stats are stats, and Sean... Loser. Hey, so Frank, you called me earlier today and you wanted to pick a bone. Not with me for once, but with Sean. And I said, save it. Save it, Frank. Because we want an on the fight fisticuff. And I want or or therapy session. Do you guys want to work it out? Or there, there's they a lot of tension they over just there. They eyes, actually. I, there's I, a lot of tension. Do you feel it, Epi? The tension? They made eye contact. And I, I, I feel like I got everything that I needed now. to get off my chest. They're going to either and, kiss or fight. I mean, halftime is... We might need another halftime. <laughs> we might do it. We might we should, do, we should do quarters. <laughs> we should do quarters. With the thumb blast or the little... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Quarter, like... Uh, instead, no, hockey's instead better because you have... Do quarters. No, you have... Hockey has the most breaks within the sports because you play three periods. Maybe three periods so is the way to go. Well, no, but you got two breaks. Play the first period, go into halftime. Play the second period, go into halftime. Come out, play the third period. Hopefully yeah. not going to OT. That's probably best for us then, the hockey model. I think so. We could yeah. be. Yeah. We could be here longer, though. 
we don't want that. We We're here longer I, I'm just, I'm just like counting the minutes till I could get away from you guys. Oh, no, they have the after hours that they're still going to have. <laughs> Is it that bad? No. Frank. Frank. You don't Frank. like it? I, I was looking for some fire. I wanted to see some fight in you. They almost made up right there. I know. When the eye just, contact hit, I'm like, it was God. So there was a glisten in the side of Sean. Anticlimactic, though. Frank kind of like winked, and I'm like, oop. They never wanted to fight. It was all we ruse. Make up to break up. Frank, you know take that it song? back. You didn't mean it. Sean, so- you know that song? I'm sorry, Sean. I'm sorry. Make up to break up. We can play you guys out to that. You guys are the worst. Why? I, I told Frank I wanted to fight on the air. Oh, no. They, like slap him they, or something. I'll fight you. See? Bring it. Can you reach me over here? He's can got you. He's got length. I, I do. He does. Tail the tape. He, he, doesn't so have, I can... he doesn't have speed, though. Well, oh, I need no. someone to take money off of when we play 5,000. Oh, so now hey, Frank's defending him now that you've offended them. God damn. Okay. Let's don't, move. Don't, Next subject. Only Frank talks bad about Sean. You better watch your steps. That's true. He's, he is. You got my back, Epi? <laughs> hey, let's do an online draft want to? right now. I mean, like remember when we did the horseshoes? Nobody wants to hear that. How about a draft? Nobody wants to hear fantasy sports or... No, we'll do a draft on... on on the airwaves right Wait, now. Wait, you and, and Sean we'll, have and teamed we'll, up now? No, we'll knock one out. We'll do uh, the four of us. Are you guys? We'll keep track of all our players. No, no, don't like it. That would take hours. I know. And and and, to and 40 it's, minutes according to it'll Frank. be real fast. No, see, we Frank. won't pick a defense or a kicker, and we won't do an extra player. Let's let's cut him off. Uh, let's Frank. Frank let's get your Frankie on. C's pick three. No, or or, or Sean's topic. What's Sean's topic. Where's my music? Ooh, this is good. There this is. might be your new, your new intro, right? Ah, uh, yeah. Woo! Who huh. came to party tonight? Uh, 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 uh. Coming out center stage, we have Frankie Corzai. I'm inspired. Do a little turn for us. Woo. Quarter turn. Quarter turn. Woo! Frank is feeling it tonight, everybody. Like I said, I'm inspired. Speaking of inspired, Frankie's Pick 3's title is Inspiration. Wow. Okay. And and I'm inspired to ask these questions that... He's, always, he's going deep again. I knew I could feel it. Fuck. Possibly could be inspirational to our, our listeners. All and four of them that are here. Thanks for staying around, everybody. And and sadly, the person that is not a, a, a Garbo Time associate, but more of a hangaround, Epifanio, is probably the most cerebral Prospect. and... Uh, uh, Intellectual. ...person on this panel. So well, I figure I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask him the question first and then leave Sean and... and, and Barn some time to digest my question and, and have something either funny I or. I'm ready for all this. I already all know. Right. I already know. I'm passing on this one. So, Epifanio, who gives your prep game pep talk? You've already asked this. this That's is... easy, Vince Lombardi. Lombardi, yeah, you have already asked this, by the way. You did. Remember? I, I like it. Beetlejuice. How, how did you not go, Vince Lombardi? I. That was after hours. No, that was a good. I, I mean, come on. John Wooden could be up there though. I remember Boog's answer was uh, Mickey from Rocky. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> He's a pop. Frank, you're recycling old shit. I am. I mean, we, yes, you are. It's new to me, it's and new. I. No, that was a good answer. It's a good answer. 
Well, this might be recycled, but considering how much of a waste of a time this question was to a certain um, host, co-host, who will be co-hosting 91.3 KSVY Sonoma. Yeah. Mr. Harristy. Come, come on down. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, thank wow, you, Scott, for giving me that gig. I couldn't Got you that gig. happier to see that email come in. So I, I was actually giving Sean a chance to totally redeem himself because this question and his answer was... Uh, it was by far probably the worst answer of all time. Of all any time. question. So here we are. Look at us. Time. Most people Redeem don't yourself. get a second chance. Redeem and here's yourself. your second chance. My my America loves the redemption story. Probably I mean the Lombardi one was good. Yeah, bam. That was good too. Um You know who is a mean son of a bitch that Hillary gave Clinton? really good pep talks? And I I'm just going for myself here. Remember Dwayne Margretter? Our coach, oh, Marco Danis. Yeah, hey, great pizza. By those way. guys, great him pizza. and Bobby Nuss. Oh my goodness, they gave some good pregame talks. Sean, I'm going to cut you off. You might have completely just redeemed yourself. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> good job. Continue. Well, you know, my mom actually wouldn't let me play football anymore because those guys were so psychotic. <laughs> like the pregame talk was about how to like hurt people, knock someone out of the game. It was pretty crazy. But you know what? It was football, Mom. That's the whole point. This was Pop Warner football, right? It was right? Pop Warner football. So what age were we playing Pop Warner? Way too young to be hearing that kind of stuff. Were we 10, 12? 10, yeah. Maybe yeah. between 8 no. and... No, not 8. Scott's yeah, dad, probably Scott's 10 and 12. dad was my first football coach. Your dad was a great coach, too. But he was. It's kind coach. of funny that he even coached with those guys. He must have not liked them very They're, much. No, my dad My dad loved those guys. They. Um, he didn't have that different gear, opera- Different was, operation. Yeah, it was a counterbalance. Like, you know, you, yeah. you that's what how coaching works. Exactly. You know what I mean? It was Coach August. They're the muscle, and he's mm-hmm. the more, like, yeah. Yeah. life coach. Right. For lack of a better term. You know, I talked to Stan Keep, about this, and he said, when I first started coaching, every year I would have the parents come out, and I would teach them what we were teaching the kids, like blocking positions, so when the parents went out and watched the games, they could see that's so smart. what was supposed to be happening, where no one else was doing that, right? Like, parents would be like, oh, what's happened to John? Right. But, like, Stan would be like, here's the plays, and here's what we're going to do, and, like, this that's is what it should look like. Such a good approach, too. Amazing. Yeah. Because it, now you're in the stands watching and you're kind of understanding the game a little more of what's going on. And well, and at ten, you don't even know this is happening, right? right? Like you're at right. practice, you go home. And you're My like, mom Whatever. didn't give the game either. She still was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" But if this is what Stan said, <laughs> <laughs> and it never goes as planned, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. Ever. That's cool. I love that. My dad told me he bumped into the other night when he was with his his boys. Uh, was it Mules? And Omira. Omira. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had oh, a, wow. We had a good uh-huh. So, Dwayne Margrider and Bob Nuss. Yes. God bless. Wow. Bite people. Kick, sweep the leg, Johnny. That kind of stuff. <laughs> they knew you were one and done. They're like, he's going to be gone anyways. His mom doesn't like this. His mom's going to be so pissed when she hears about this. Hun. Sean. Oh, Drink your water. God. But you know, that, I never really enjoyed playing Little League Baseball. I, it was like a thing that I felt like I had to do. But I really liked playing Pop Warner. That was so much more fun. You were was, good, man. Even, even the practices were fun. It was so much more fun. I remember my first year playing with Sean. Like He leveled this kid. as a uh, You were like right guard or right tackle or something. Yeah, I was down yeah. in the, the trenches. And it wasn't at Arnold Field. 
Yes. Yeah. It, you know who it was too? I remember that it was who? the game we lost finally. That article you sent where it was like Epiphany Ordaz, yeah. Scott Augustine, and Sean Harristy had uh-huh. a great game. Uh, it was. Uh, How many pancake blocks do you have? It was Vacaville. And they came in and just lit our. It was always lit us up. They were so or, much better than we were. Or SF. But I, did, I do remember that play. I remember Someone it. Someone ran into me. I just like literally like every ounce of my energy went into him. And it. I, you hit him up kind of high and it was high, just flipped his legs oh, up. Over his, yeah, but it was right off the line, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Should he have been? Should he have been flagged for? No, it was right off the line. He had no momentum going into it. It was like coming up out of the uh, stance, right, right out of the block. Enough yeah. about Sean. Okay. Frank. Oh, Frank. Let's move on. We have not buried the hatchet. Frank's cutting that off. Are we going to stick with your original response, or or who's giving your you know your pregame? I mean, cut? we've already done this, and I think I answered John Wooden, so I'll stick with it. Or my dad, you know, one or the other. Excellent. I'll take. Uh, they're both. We're gonna get me fired up. Fantastic. You know, just to go back on this a little bit, to be have a really good coach that you remember though is kind of memorable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not even saying that Bob and Dwayne were good. It was just like it's no, it was a I'll, defining I'll moment. Mm-hmm. And Stan was the best. I, I have to be totally honest. He was really. We all have those defining moments where yeah. you remember something somebody said to you, right? Yep. Yeah. I would say uh, a cross between like Carl Long and Bob Dust, like at their prime. Like that's who I would. And, and I was like, gonna say Carl Long was one like, of those just, people that leaves just, an impression on you. You know, you know, there. Because I remember. I mean, I can't be specific with Bob, but you I were mean, probably a little bit too old. To, there was a you were an Indian, not a tiger. I was a lumberjack. A little a lumberjack. too old to play Pop Warner. But, uh, Nick did you was, play Nick was Pop a, Warner, Frankie? Uh, Indian. No, Nick was a lumberjack too. And, uh, I got two conversations here with two different. What? <laughs> did you play Pop Warner or were you too I old? Did. No, I played. I played two years. <laughs> no, Roger Craig. Dude, were you too old even back then? No, I, I wasn't Roger Gary Mazza, who was like 98 pounds when he was a freshman and was still playing Pop Warner. I didn't Warner. mean to sound like that, but now that I think about it, it was you a fucking ageist. You being great set. question. For you, some reason, I thought your brother was an Indian. No, nah, he was a lumberjack. Uh, Us Corzans were all lumberjacks. Who was the Indian? Or lumberjerks. Um, but no, I would say I would want Carl and Bob at their, you know, like just their prime coaching period and, and just give it to us. It's like the bad news bears coach. Yes. I mean, it's like in real a, in kind of a way. Bob yeah, just had the best over. outfit of any coach I've ever seen. He, the short tank shorts, top, tank top, tank top, tanner than hell. Sunburn, oh, the tan. He used to have tan. the sun tanning pose. There was like a sun God where he'd like do a kind of a squat with his arms out. He was I, he was, was synonymous with. Get the, he's getting the undercarriage of like where it's you know it's kind of tough yeah. to was, like so it's the like the he's spots. killing two birds he's he's I'm telling he's you. training America's youth and he's tanning <laughs> long he, hair. He, he uh, back then he was synonymous with Hulk Hogan for me. I'm oh, like these these are like one in the same without a one doubt. in the same. They were tanner though somehow <laughs> tanner than the Hulkster, <laughs> but the same haircut. Yes. Man, what a legend. See, that's the thing. Back then, you'd get like a nice football bag that you could put all your stuff in. It was like uh-huh. a blue canvas that, bag. Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore. With the white, white football helmet on it. I yeah. swear we put Booger in that bag or someone small. Like you could like carry. We, we smuggled Boog to bag. Wyoming. Did you bring him in those bags? Bag. Yeah. No, not one of oh, the popular bags. It was on the snowboard trip. Yes. <laughs> the snowboard no. Trip. Not, didn't like you put him in the undercarriage area? Undercarriage. 
Oh, he got underneath the so bus. So he got in there. I, this is how I remember it, and I'm sure somebody out there, correct me if I'm wrong, but he got in the undercarriage of a bus going to Wyoming from Sonoma, which is, I don't know, eight hours, 10 hours maybe? To Wyoming? Longer. Yes. Longer. Like no, 18 or 20 hours. No. Wait, no, it's got to be like 12. Carbon monoxide or some like bouncing or no i don't believe it dude he got in there and i this my memory is often wrong but to jackson hole though right to jackson hole wyoming for his uh, senior years i was a junior we we're going with the seniors to the uh, snowboard trip and last minute we're out in front of the high school you know the little turnout there wasn't the elliot carlson elliot was with us no and, no didn't he take yes, his seat yes he did you're right elliot shame on you for not coming Boog took your spot, but anyway, loser. Last minute, he comes into the listener, into though. the bus and Thank you. and rides the however many hours to Wyoming with us. And he's like, "I would have died had I been in the, in the undercarriage." Like whole fifteen time. hours, dude. Could you imagine him lock? They don't open the luggage compartment ever. Ever, ever. like it's probably you're in like, there. Once you get up there, it's probably like ten degrees <laughs> exactly. in there. <laughs> he would have been sliding into people's. Uh, sleeping bags and shit. Landing gear. Oh, man. Okay. The shit we did. With that said, who is not giving your pregame pep talk? Sean Harrison. <laughs> you took my answer, dude. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> is that yours too, Frank? Three. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Uh, hey, should we go to you or did can, we even can have you to think about that? You know who I don't like, and Yourself? I don't know why. Well, not now. <laughs> uh, I don't like Gabe Kapler. He's such. He's so fake. The hand I, tattoos. Just I just a don't much think he'd me. be a good. Totally agree with you. I, I just all the players would just be like, "Dude, shut up." But I, he played. He's like Joe Morgan. Because when you give you advice played. like Stan Augustine or John Wooden or Lombardi, I don't know. There's like a. They're like, I get that. He's right. But from him, I just don't see it working. You know, I've, I got to give him credit because I've heard some of his interviews and I, I told my dad this. I'm like, he says all the right things, all the right things. Like in a, you got to say the wrong thing, things once in a while. Yeah. Too, and he just seems too mechanical and just too it's like out of a can. Yeah. I just don't, I'm, there's something about him and, and it's something I'm not buying from him. And we did an episode where we talked about his hand tattoo. Do you remember that? No, it was the really hand tattoo early. just throws me off. I'm like, you know it's, what, buddy? It's tr- you're trying too hard. And he got it recently. That's that, that's what it is. You're trying too. When hard. someone talks and you're like, I'm feeling you, they they're not trying. It's just true. There's and like a lazy fuck, grace to it. Totally. And he, it that's seems it. forced and not. Genuine. Doesn't seem. I totally. I hundred percent agree with you. It's like but, a Mike Turpin, dude, where you just try to be cool, but you're just never gonna be cool. No last names. We don't do last names. Sorry, you can edit that out. Only if you're talking positive. Uh, amen. <laughs> um, I, t- I, I agree with that statement. Like, there's something, and I think a lot of people do it. There's just something that's wrong, just rubbing people wrong about Gabe Kapler. And no last names. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're in the public scene, you I'm can just, go last names. I'm just messing with him. Public, or, public or, figure. Or Sean Harris, he's fine, too. Hey. But yeah, the hand tattoo, he's like our age or older, and he just got a hand tattoo. It's what are you doing, guy? Much. Get a neck tattoo next. And it's like a rose. It's just too much. It's gross. All right. Last question. When was the last time you were inspired and what did you do? God damn it. 
Um, the last time I was inspired. Oof. There's a lot of them. Um, Sorry to make you think. Inspired? The last time I was inspired was probably last night. We uh, made multiple lava flows, and Sean consumed an excess amount of rum that was quite you guys inspiring. Have been, you guys have been drinking a lot of rum lately. I know. We pina coladas last Saturday. We get weird, Frankie. We're kind of off the Woo! blended drinks for a minute, but yeah, we had a little bit of an island time in the last week. Yeah, why? What was the summer, summertime? This is hot. Yeah. Why not? I like it. I'm not bashing it. It was inspiring to see him ask for rum floaters on these blended drinks. Hey, he's getting some substance in there. That's good there for Sean. There was a banana in there. <laughs> hey. Not the last Sean. one. I'm like, dude, do you got an extra banana in here? And he's like, there's no banana in there, dude. <laughs> he's like, I can taste the banana. I'm like, mm, there's no banana in that one. And then he tells people he ate a banana the next day. But yeah, multiple times I've been inspired. But First I think thing I said was, when I got her, I ate a banana yesterday. <laughs> I'm just glad you're eating. All right? I try. Anything inspiring from you, Sean? Uh, not really. Uh, I don't know. No, 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 zero, no, Badoosh. no. Damn. Actually, I'll, I will. Oh. I do have a inspiring story. Remember when I told you the helicopter Scotty was going in that pond, yes. pulling stuff out of it? I was like, dude, that a is Chinook? impressive. Was it a Chinook? It was a Chinook. Okay. Huge a, helicopter, two, two rotors, Henry. air cranes. No, they had a big. It must have been a twelve-inch feed that went into the water. They were hovering Snorkel. over, hovering over Snorkel. a pond, correct, and just pulling water out of it. And it was like the whole the thing was like, I'm like, dude, are they gonna fall into that thing? It was, it was pretty. So did that inspire you to maybe become a pilot? Definitely not. It inspired okay. me to Thank never God, want to become I a pilot. Don't want to get on a plane. <laughs> no, don't get in a helicopter. Me neither. Or a helicopter. Are is that winery gonna? Uh, Build the state for taking the water. It wasn't our winery. Who knows? <laughs> Probably not. No. This is what concerns you, Scott. No, nah, I just that. Is that fire, a thing? Firemen talk. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. How much water do you think those things hold? Do you I know? say three thousand oh, gallons. Yeah, up to three thousand. <sighs> they, they pulled that amount of gallons out in like less than a minute. Wow. Which I work at a winery. We pump wine all over the place all day. That's crazy. Was it a Chinook or a Sikorsky Sky Crane? It was sky a Crane. Got to be a sky crane. It was a Chinook. I actually Those looked it up afterwards, right after we saw it. Double rotor. Double rotor. It was red and white, and I looked up Chinook fire fighting helicopter, and it was this. It, there's a name to him. I can't remember what it said, but I'm like that looks like the exact same helicopter. And mm. the sky crane looks different. It's a it's a weird. Shape. It looks yeah. like a scorpion almost. Exactly. Like, yeah. Or a wasp it's very or something. Looking yeah. Type. Mm-hmm. But that's badass, dude. They. Burn out the big guns for a relatively small fire. Oh, they're on it. They're on it this year, man. Resources. That's right. Early. Fast and early. You know, it was actually very smoky, too, when they left. I'm like, damn. This smells like 19 or 2017. Like 1976? (laughs) 1776? Back when Frank was born. (laughs) Back when Frank was born. Back when Frank's team was in the field. You couldn't even play Pop Warner, dude. Sheesh. <laughs> Ooh. That's my best Clay Davis. So. It's a great one. I like it. Hit it. <laughs> so, uh, let's wrap it up. You inspired anytime? Or when was the last time you were inspired? And what were you inspired to do? Man, uh, so 
bringing it back to the last episode, the the last time I was inspired was surfing in in Fiji and watching. Yeah. Going there as a novice surfer. I mean, I've I've surfed a long time, but I'm still not g- good. And to just see the level of surfing in one of the best waves in the world, um, it just it was inspiring. Seeing seeing the best wave in the world get surfed by the best surfers in the world, it was incredible. I'm like, dude, I wouldn't even want to be out there right now, and they're just making it look like a playground. So that that's it for me. Well, and as someone who surfs for you, it's like you see that and you can recognize that this is an extreme thing where somebody like me that doesn't know anything about surfing is like, that's ah, just another wave. Not if, if you were out there watching it, you would. But uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like for the most part, like someone sees a wave, someone sees a surfer, it's like the same thing. But somebody who knows what's happening. How, how hard it is. How and hard yeah. it is and like what Life that wave looks like. Yeah. You're like, oh, wow. This you know, is I was thinking about this thing. too, Scott. Um, I don't want to sound like a chauvinist here, but. Women's sports, for, too late. In general, just by saying they're just not as good as the men, and that's just the how it goes. I'm not going to be Surfing, a showman's pig, though. But. Is different when you get out there. That's so impressive to be in, in literally a life-threatening yeah. environment. One mistake and it, things go wrong, and you're you're done. You're not going to live. It, it's it's uh, it's unappreciated, like how focused these athletes have to be. Like it's one thing to go out to a baseball game or to a football game. Yeah, you're putting your life on the line, but not in the way you're really doing it with with extreme sports like surfing, uh, even skateboarding, snowboarding. Does it, these extreme sports, one mistake, you're dead. Well, a professional or pretty well known surfer just died not too long ago, right? In the last couple months, uh, a Ma- guy, Michaela Jones, a guy. Yeah, Michaela. Oh, Hawaiian dude, right? Michaela. I might be saying it wrong. Hawaiian. Yeah, I remember seeing this guy in surf videos, surf magazines. But that's a perfect example yeah. of like, mm-hmm. I mean, any. It was day. a freak accident where his his fin. Then his leash. Oh, his fin got. Fin got him in his groin area Ooh, where the, the artery. femoral artery is. Yeah. Bled out. Bled out. Probably yeah. pretty quick. That's what that's, I heard. I don't know if that's. Well, fact, I, I heard but, the same thing. Yeah, yeah surfing is. No, thank you. I mean, the ocean to me is absolutely terrifying. You're so just where on a on any sports field, you can just walk off the field and you're out of it. Surfing, you're you fall. You're just the beginning of everything. That's just the beginning of survival mode. You know what I mean? You can't just go to the sidelines. No, I don't know. That's why we stay on the sidelines, Scott. When it comes to surfing, oh, it's. that was inspiring. You know, Frank's cooler <laughs> of beers on the beach sounds a lot better mm. than in the water. Mm. Agreed. All right. That's it for me. Thanks, guys. That was inspiring. Thanks for, uh, thanks. Doing, uh, you know, Frankie C's pick three, I guess. Those are, hey, those time, are three you know? great questions. Good question. Even if they were reruns. There was a rerun in there, but that's all right. We'll let it pass. Right. We'll, uh, we'll try to, uh, try harder next time. Try harder next time and get something. Uh, Just always work to be better, man. Today is your birthday. <laughs> you got to have a good time. All right. Birthdays. 1968. Our girl from San Jose. She's an Olympic soccer player. Mrs. Brandy Chastain. Ooh, Women's World Cup tonight. I think mm-hmm. uh, the U.S. won. They beat Vietnam. Thank oh, you, wow. Happy. Looking right there. Very coincidental. America playing Vietnam in the opening stages. Of the, the war continues. Hmm. Why? The That's silent war. So, 
Bad? That's a stretch, but we'll, we'll run that with it. That is a stretch. But we're running with Shame it. Shame on you. Okay. 1979. Uh, drafted in the 2002 NFL draft. Number one pick by the Texas uh, Houston Texans. Born in Bakersfield, California. Carr. Your, your boy, our boy, Mr. David Carr. Really? shocked. I said Carr. Carr, wow. yeah. Fresno uh, Bulldog. Playing in in uh, New Orleans this year. Uh, he is no, that's not his brother. brother. Oh, he's the one that got his ba- brains. Yeah, beating. he was shell shocked. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the other Carr brother, whose first name escapes me, Derek. Derek Carr, yes. Art. Another Fresno Bulldog. Uh, born in 1980, uh, he is a hometown fellow from Vallejo, Sabathia. Yes, sir, Mr. CC Sabathia. I love CC. We love CC. Forty. Kind of today. underrated as. Kind of wish he commodity as yeah. he was. He was sneak. How many games did he win? Dude, he, was, he was really close to three hundred. He had a long he career. Was, I think CC's worth diving deeper into on the pod. Uh, was he an Okane at one point? I don't he think was so. a Cleveland Indian, and then he was traded to the Milwaukee Milwaukee Brewers. Yankees and then to from end the it. Brewers, he went to the Yankees, and then he might have hip hopped somewhere else. But uh, you know, a big left-handed pitcher. You know, lefties are just nasty. And, and but CC, he, I, I definitely feel like he maybe a Hall of Fame career. I think so. Uh, he, he's yes, he's there. I don't know if he can won we look up the ca- career wins. I, I think it's like two fifty. That's a ton for people that played during his era. I mean, he was winning, I would say, probably 12 to 15 games every year. I, I mean, just heard on probably... uh, a station that I listen to all the time, the Sports Talk radio station. Remember when he was traded to the uh, Brewers? Mm-hmm. He won like 12 games after yeah. the All-Star. After or the after All-Star the, break. The, it was at least the 10. trade deadline. It was crazy. Yes, I remember that. 2000, early 2000s? No, that was probably 2007 no, or 8. or 9 or something around in there. But what in the hell is that? I actually wish those teams would have been better. I like that team. Ryan Braun, I always loved him. Braun, stud. But before we get away from birthdays, there's, there's, there was one more birthday that yeah, we, we have to uh, point out there. Uh, born uh, on the 19th of July, Mr. Sean Harristy. Oh. Our very proud uh, Garbo Time host. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you, Frankie. I also hear there's another family member born uh, on the same day. Yeah, Big Val Mr. was also Val. born on the same day. Mr. Val, a past uh, guest on Garbo Time. So to you, happy birthday. Money is everything. Belated, happy, happy, <laughs> happy. Hopefully you and Sean get out on the uh, dirt bikes and you know tear some ass. So uh, happy birthday to all you people out there. Back to Brandy and... CC and uh, who else was on there? We will have to do a CC episode. It's worth it. He's actually got his own podcast and a book. Out should get him on here under the grapefruit tree. Yes. What? Yeah, that's where he, he used to practice. He, you know what he actually struggled with was alcohol. He said he would pitch and then drink for four days in a row and then be hung over and pitch and my kind of guy strike out fifteen people and win. Right in Rod Beck's alley. Yeah, but the Rod Beck wasn't drinking Corbassier and Hennessy. True. We don't know that CC was either. He was. He came on KMBR and I <laughs> heard it. He was like, dude, you, you don't even want to know what I was up to. 
It's a shame CC never played for the the Giants. A's or the Giants. Yeah, he should have. He should have. I think he grew up an A's fan. I think I had to. Yeah. You know who else was an amazing pitcher that is a shame? Dontrell Willis. Oh wow! Somebody from the Bay Area. Well, yeah, he, he could hit too. And it was like funky delivery. Oh, when he first came the out, the worst like, ugliest <laughs> delivery you hey. ever seen. But it was probably really hard to hit against. Yeah. But when the D train came up, you're like, oh my god, something special. You're so right. I forgot about and him. It's like yeah. he reminded it just, me. It never of materialized. Omar but, from the Wire. He, a little bit. Well, R.I.P. Omar. R. Yeah. Omar's not with us anymore. He's not. This last year, or this year. No, Coincidentally, like OD'd on drugs huh. when he ripped people off in drugs. Really? In, in the wire. Wow. You know, where life imitates. He had the big scar on his, uh, going down his face. That yeah, guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was real, too. He got yeah. knifed in the face. Damn. You know, like a drug dealer or something gone bad. It was. There was two. He was bad. a legit. And then there was Marlo Stanfield. He had the scar on his face, too, in the. In the last two episodes or two seasons of The Wire, great show. Those are the great best. show. I great just show. the reason I just got done watching. It, I was like, I'm gonna. You can rewatch that and it's still great. It's the one minus season exactly three. the one that we're at the docks. Look at HBO. Not my favorite. Sopranos. Have you seen this, Scotty? And The Wire. You've never seen that? I've seen it like five episodes. Oh, dude, you're missing out. Can you man. imagine if you wrote The Sopranos and The Wire? You'd just be like, Goodbye. you know, like, what else can you do? Like, what? He did, was that David it's Chase? not the same guy. No, Chase did The Wire, and then no, um, Chase did Sopranos. Did, was it? Pretty the sure. Cable's creaky. Anyways, I know. I mean, HBO had two the probably Sorry. best simultaneously. Yes. Anyways, CC, happy birthday! We got a good pod. We need to. Happy birthday, CC. We'll reach out to you. And happy birthday, Sean. Happy birthday, Sean. And Val. And Val. And Val especially. Sean, not so much. Sean's nothing without <laughs> Val. Literally, he wouldn't even be here. Agreed. Uh, we need you know, to get Val back you in. You know here. that classic when the dad's cooler than the son? Mm-hmm. That's what Sean suffers from. Cooler, but, cooler know, than all three of his but sons. It's, but it's better because <laughs> well, on our way here, Sean and I talked about this. And we're like, you know, sometimes you're like, that guy was just a nerd. <laughs> and like, no one liked him. But it's nice when you're like, like, but then your dad's even more <laughs> likable. He just called you a nerd, you I think. F- you come from good stock. And that was a roundabout way of calling you a nerd. No, it was a roundabout <laughs> way of me telling him that your dad's cooler than you, but that's a beautiful thing. No one it can shouldn't be that out way. person, Val. He's he's a special human being. He is. Exactly. We need to get him back in here because his stories are like no other story I've ever heard. He's got stories for days. And they're all great. They're, he, he's well, a storyteller. He's a storyteller. Mm-hmm. His stories might not even be that good, but he tells no, them in a way you're like... You're intrigued. You're in. You're locked. You're, you're buying whatever he's selling. I think we do a Val special and just have like, him in studio. Yeah. A Val Christmas special, <laughs> dude. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's get him primed up for this one. So, what's this uh, Sean sports topic looking like? What do you got, Sean? We got it. I got nothing. I guess we could talk about Otani coming to the Giants, which just seems like a pipe dream of all pipe dreams. But can we dream the impossible dream? Sure. <laughs> Who are we trading then? Guys that we haven't even seen yet? Yeah. Yes. We, we have to trade some guys that are... That you know who's untradeable seen. is Bailey. He I, is... I've agreed. I don't think Bailey's going anywhere. I don't think so either. He is... I mean, it's untradeable been... Untradeable for Shohei? <laughs> yes. That's... I mean, he's only been playing for a little bit more than... So what if you trade, like, Cobb? I'll do it. Don't bring some shitty trade scenario, dude. Wade. You're going to have to trade some real players. 
We don't. I mean, all our players. Some, are, or you don't, and you just don't go for them. That's the other. Guys in the we got to go for them. Is the ultimate. No, that's no, the I'm big saying, question. Like, if you're trading prospects that have value, you're gonna have to get a guarantee that he's. If he's a stay. rental, I don't even want to see it happen. Me we neither. Do. There you go. Like, exactly. He can't be a rental. We don't want the Beltran scenario. No. But, but isn't anyone but tradable it for be him? Amazing and everybody kind I mean, of selfish to just watch him for the rest of the year, huh? As a Giants fan, to just be able to watch him every day. Oh, but my point is, dude, like if he they're gonna like, sell out every game if, if they get if him. If he's like, oh. hey, I will sign a long-term contract. Isn't anybody tradable? Mm-hmm. There isn't nobody that you're not willing to trade for this. He is the best player in on both sides of the ball. In generation, it's bit. It's better than Babe Ruth, dude. It's 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 a fact now. I think we can say it. I think he's better. I would almost go as far as he's, he's the best player in any sport ever. Ever. Like, ever. Is there a football player that's it's throwing un- passes, it's kicking field of. goals, and has 20 sacks every year? I mean, I, that's what he's doing. I'm on board there, with you. I, a, I agree. A, Absolutely. You can make an argument Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson had some kind of Yeah, like they're in the conversation of, of, for of sure. That, but and they were during like the same year almost. They were doing yeah. So, but I but mean, but look at the position pitcher, pitcher, and he's leading the league in strikeouts. He's leading the league in strikeouts and leading the league in home runs. Not not strikeouts at the plate, strikeouts pitching. Like that is, that's unheard of. So so that goes back to my point. You know what? Like if he's willing to go long term, like everybody's tradable to make it happen. I agree. You know what Unf- the most sad and sickening part of this is? I've I've barely seen him play. They don't play Angels games ever. No, I mean, they they should be playing every game he's pitching on national TV. They should. You've seen his highlights though. Oh highlights. yeah, but he's, like he seems very uh, respectful too. Like you see him on the on the base pass and stuff. He's always smiling. He, there's no controversy with the him. samurai helmet is amazing too. Dude, that goes back the to Sidaro. Oh, dude, the Japanese st- way of of. Life. They train with a a samurai sword. Their swing. Sadaro O. Does he do that? Sadaro O did. <laughs> you guys, I, we tried <laughs> one guy, and it was like that's just what he uh, Sadaro O did. <laughs> Ichiro did too. Ichiro did too. What is slicing baseballs in half? What about Shinzo? Shinjo. Shinjo. Oh, no. 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 What about Hidaki Matsui? Hidagi, I liked it. He wasn't was a, your, he was a pitcher, though. Wasn't yeah. one of your fantasy baseball leagues called the Shinjo Super Slam? Or That's Summer right. Slam? It was, yes. <laughs> he sold a lot of uh, wristbands. That was a he great did. He sold a lot of wristbands for those Giants. We we had Shinju. high hopes for him. High hopes for oh, yeah. him. Well, uh, Ichiro, and then he was yeah. like the next, the next big yeah, thing. Yeah. The poor man's Ichiro. And he didn't pan out, but a that's all right. You know? I uh, But Otani, man, if we could get him just to... to Get that draw to the stadium again. Stadium again, like we had when Bonds was up to bat. Like the stadium got quiet. Energy. There was, there was nothing like it. A complete injection of energy into yeah. the whole and thing. Like really, watching Barry Bonds bat. We haven't seen that the in a Giants long time. Haven't had somebody that has no. that kind of power since Barry Bonds. Since Bonds. I mean, we need it. Seems like every team has Glen Allen a, Hill, a bomber, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Glen Allen. That one. Apparently, Glen least. Allen Hill is bringing Frank to the yard. <laughs> Willie McGee did it for me. <laughs> she. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's a pipe dream. There, It's not going to happen. There's no way. 
Uh, let's be positive. There let's, is a way. There is a way. Giants have so much money they're ready to offload. They want went after Judge. They went after Bryce Harper. Not hard enough, though. No, they did. Well, they they did everything they could. Uh, he didn't want to play here. Came out saying that he, in his gut of guts, felt like he uh, Judge wasn't going to come. So we've got all that Judge money now. Exactly. And Korea money. We're and prime money. prime yeah. position to get somebody like Otani. Do you think the ballpark plays into this equation? Uh, absolutely, but Otani as a pitcher might like that ballpark and left field. I mean, right field. Yeah, he's I mean, right-handed. He's though, left-handed. He? No, he's lefty. So he's going to be putting him in the bay fifty he... times a year, and pitching in a pitcher's park. Even though they shortened center field, he's still going to be pitching in a pitcher's park. Then the fog comes around. You got some humidity in there. You can't hit home runs out, especially when he's pitching. And San Francisco has an affiliation with the Tokyo Giants. So Konichiwa. I think it's all. I think it's all going to tie together, dude. I just, I, I, like you guys said earlier, I just hope it's not a rental. That's my main concern. I mean, if they give up everybody and take him, and he's gone next year, and he's on the Yankees, that it's, would be really dumb. I think it's got to be like a NBA trade where you're like, you're promising to like sign this max extension or whatever it might be, you know? Yeah, or or just sign him for the next. I don't know what no, kind of contract need, he's need, looking you for. You need like a confirmation that you're going to stay. Yeah. yeah. Which could be a roadblock for him. Absolutely. Which he is could, fine. He could be like, I want to see who goes where next year and go to that team. Which is fine, but we don't want to, as a Giants fan, like you don't want to no. give away players to just find that out later. We'll no. go to the Yankees. I know. That's my fear. He's gone. He's gone. He's going to end up on the Padres. All the rumor is he wants to stay on the West Coast, but ru- we all saw rumors with... Judge is officially the tweet whoever sent out. Oh, Judge is from California. He played local. Or no, there was a. Remember the tweet that went out that said. Arson Judge? He said he. Judge agreed or something. There was like a tweet that went out. Yeah, and they spelled his name wrong. (laughs) And then he apologized. It said Arson Judge. Arson. Hey, Ron? Oh, well, that's how he got around it legally. Hey, Ron. (laughs) No, it was just a typo, but. Hmm. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. I do. Um, good well, shit. Let's wrap it up. Let's do life sentence. Who wants to go first? Go, Barney. I don't got anything. I don't know what a life sentence is besides Let's, a prison term. So life sentence is just a, a sentence of advice mm. or uh, just a sentence in general. Uh, Any? Okay. Well, I got one. My motto for 2023 is always has been get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Seek out the places that you are scared to go to and talk to people that you might not normally talk to and just get comfortable with yourself. Love it. Wow. That's making me pretty uncomfortable, I must say. <laughs> Good thing you're next. Too, on, too yeah. honest. Too honest for Sean. He just has to follow that, which is that's tough. Give us some, Sean. I usually pass on these. Nope, you got to go. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Mm. Wait. Uh, <laughs> now go on. Go go to Frank. He is pathetic. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> um That's what here I was here go. for. Never trust a fart. Ooh. Well, well done. I've heard some before. experience from this. Someone told me once you turn forty, don't do it anymore. Not yet. Okay. 
They can be dicey. Never trust a sneeze also, Sean. Mm. For the ladies, I would say yes. Never trust a sneeze. And then maybe for more guys, never never trust a fart. I, I like that. Fair enough. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, put the seat up. <laughs> put the what? seat up. Up or down, pick one. You only get one. It's got to go up because this. <laughs> you got to be consistent. <laughs> well, put the seat up. Put the seat down is what I really meant to say. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I, I feel like you have to put the seat down, but you want to keep the seat yeah, up. It's exactly. You nailed it. <laughs> what if you have good I, aim? I, I, I had what I wanted to say and what I, what I really wanted to say came out. Mm. The subconscious. Effect. Yeah. So put the seat down for your partners. I mean, that's a thought. It's a thoughtful gesture. Um, and We're really in the toilet here. Don't trust a fart. Put the seat down. <laughs> That's what got me there. So. Sean. I was trying to drop some wisdom, and then we're just you know, Sean's Sean's about to drop it right now. I am. It's, it's uh, also toilet humor. When we were younger, you know, me and my two idiot brothers shared a bathroom. And there would fortunately be some overspray. And my dad said, if you got guys got a short bat you got to stand closer to the plate <laughs> <laughs> so very true that's great i like that so very true well done well done and uh that's a wrap everybody hey thanks for having me epi thanks, thanks for, for joining for us stepping man. in yeah that was a, a big Both help we missed you you're about to go to uh chicago for some time shy town i got a quick little chicago trip coming up yeah Couple years in well, the two year stint well, two in the year, stint two, two year <laughs> Siberia Sol- stint. solitary confinement <laughs> nice nice no dude I'm, we're all happy for you and uh, we're gonna come visit I hope so we'll go to Wrigley but don't we'll go for- to Soldier Field but don't forget where you came from we might do a podcast at Soldier Field if you guys let's put go it together you want to do it yeah, they're this is this year or next year might be the last of Soldier Field out, yeah. they're already See, talking they about you know. There he is. Oh, Tony. Oh, Tony. Ah, oh, Tony. Come on, Anthony. And thanks to all the listeners for checking this podcast out. Yeah, if you made it this far, you're a true fan. Thanks for sticking with us. And check us out. Go on uh, Instagram there, Garbo Time. Check us out. We always uh, inform all our favorites and locals out there when uh, we're putting something new out on the airwaves. So take a follow. Yeah, I just want to say thanks to our fans in, in Fremont, Seattle, uh, Belarus, Poland, Be- Belarus, Poland. Thank you. Belgium, uh, Nevada, San Luis Obispo, Tracy, California, Holler, Poway, California, potentially now. Poway, Sean Burroughs, Stockton, Bakersfield. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> LA, is this Hollywood the Players Club? in the Sunset Strip. I felt like it was the Forte song, the Players Club. <laughs> this is right on the corner of Third Nokum in the heart of HP. Oh, God bless everybody. Night, night. R.I.P. Tony Bennett. The morning I don't care 
The ships roll in, then I watch them roll away again. Yeah, I'm sitting on the dock of the bay, watching the tide roll. 